Smoking and Drinking in Space is a proud member of the EarGlue Media Network. Well, each vessel travels along a vector through space-time along its center of gravity. Like a spear. I beg your pardon? Like, like a spear that, that uh, comes out of your chest. Um, sure, yeah. And in order for the vessel to travel through time, it's got to find a porthole, or in this case, a wormhole, or... Well, could these portals, um... Could these portals just appear uh, anywhere, anytime? I think that's highly unlikely. No, I think what you're talking about is um, an act of God. Well, if God controls time, then all time's predecided. I'm not following you. Look, every living thing follows along set path. And if you could see your path or channel, then you could see into the future, right? Like, uh, that was a form of time travel. Well, you're... you're contradicting yourself, Donnie. If we were able to see our destinies manifest themselves visually, then we would be given a choice to betray our chosen destinies. And the mere fact that this, this choice exists would make all preformed destiny uh, come to an end. Not if you travel within God's channel. Um, I'm not going to be able to continue this conversation. Why? I could lose my job. Okay. And welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we discuss the film that made the Easter Bunny a force to be reckoned with, starring Jake and Maggie Gyllenhaal and directed by Richard Kelly. It's 2001's Donnie Darko. And with me this week, he is the tears to my fears. It's James. How are you doing, James? Never, ever refer to me that uh, as that again, ever. Oh, ever. come on. Tears for fears is awesome. No, no, they're not. Oh, yes, they are. And as always, he is the familiar faces to our mad world. It's Rob. Hi, Rob. Um, hi. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm good. I'm okay with you calling me whatever. I have something I need to bring up, though. Oh, God. Yep. Already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think I've been doing some soul searching. Um, and I've got something that we, I think we need to add to our list of sci-fi channels or shows. Oh boy. What is it? Yeah. We need to add Sequest. Sequest? Sequest. It was a TV show back yeah, in the Yeah, I remember 90s. it. It's yeah, got yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert Conrad, or no, not Robert yep. Conrad. Uh, uh, Jaws dude. Uh, Robert yeah, something uh, uh, Shit. Bar, bar. We're going to need a bigger boat. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Is... His name just escaped my... Uh, Robert Schneider. Robert Schneider, Schneider yeah. Yep. There it is. There it is. Wait, wait. Uh, is this the one with the little kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and the, this, isn't yeah. that little kid dead now? Didn't and the he dolphin. die? Uh, he yeah, he, he committed he suicide. Yep. Yeah. Well, I no, I don't want to... No. The show is stupid. No, then no, come on. Stupid okay, now. Follow, no. follow me. Follow me, okay? Here, it's okay, God's not, travel. If James is protesting it, it's on the list. God yeah. fucking damn it. Look, it's got time travel. It has a talk, a talking dolphin, and it's more sci-fi than eleven twenty-two All right, you sold me. It's more sci-fi than eleven twenty-two sixty-three. It's on the it's list. On, it's going it's on, on the, the list. list. Sweet. Can't wait to mock the shit out of this show. Is it too soon to make fun of the dude's suicide? Uh, no, I it's think never that's too soon. Probably in bad taste, but yeah, it's bad what, form. Uh, but it's, what it's about okay. the show is not in bad taste? Just, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> fair point. Fair point. <laughs> uh, so, Rob, you got any news this week? I do. I've got. I've got a few things. Just, just a few. Or in your case, I got a couple. Because you know, a couple means three. Tell me what the news is. I just right. figured that the couple of guys that knew about sci-fi were me and Jason, and you're like the third wheel that we're not Wait, even sure no, why you're on, here. Hold on, hold on. You can't put Jason in that. He thought Metropolis and 11263 was sci-fi. It's 1122, not 112. Look. And they're I both sci-fi, so fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Suck a fuck. 
Suck, suck a fuck. All right. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. It's being brought back. Oh, uh, yeah. Again? I saw that. Yes. Yes. For the third? Uh, oh, no, no. But no. but it's being done by the guy that's behind Ma uh, Mr. Robot. Um, yeah, Sam is not a, Yeah, And it's not a reboot. It is another story within that. Uh, yeah. I'm out. So I'm out. question me this. It's... Battlestar Galactica. It's following mm -hmm. the same mythology. It's got mm -hmm. the same characters. How mm -hmm. is it not a fucking reboot? Battlestar Pegasus. So they're going to do Pegasus? Well, the, the Pegasus was not I don't know. the Galactica. I know. Maybe it'll be like Battlestar Junior Galactica. Battlestar Junior know. Galactica? What? <laughs> yeah. Back when all the guys were kids. It's where were they 30 years earlier? Yeah, that's called Caprica. Hey, you know what? Maybe they are going to redo Caprica because that was relatively okay. No, it wasn't. No, you're right. It wasn't. No, Caprica was not good. It was not. It wasn't. No, I'm out. I, I absolutely refuse to watch it. Okay, good. Because it's on, um, get this, NBC's new streaming channel. I don't give a shit about anything <laughs> on NBC's oh fucking streaming channel. I'm yeah. sorry, I don't. Uh, I yeah. like nope. I'll do Disney. I'll do CBS because they've got Star Trek. Uh, I I well, draw the line at fucking watching reruns of ER and fucking Friends. I just don't give a shit. And all the SVUs or the Law and Orders, which you can get on Hulu. So for now, wait, until wait, the new wait, streaming wait. service on. comes up. Hold on. Why would you even bother to go to Hulu? All you got to do is like turn on the TV, and there's one on. I know. Dang <laughs> <laughs> shit. It doesn't matter dun, what dun. show, what channel you're on. It's like, oh, hey, Law & Order just finished. Yeah, you can probably right. find Law & Order on the God. TV at any point during the day, at least on two or three different channels. Oh, yeah. Dun, yeah dun. And, and it's a different version. Yeah, doink, doink. Yeah, I don't care. Don't All right, care. next piece. Next piece. What's next? UFOs are, UFOs are real, according to the Navy. Nobody's yeah, denied that unidentified flying objects are a thing. Do what now? Yeah, no, but there's like video of it now. There's yeah. video. They're like, nobody has ever denied that you unidentified flying oh, objects whoa, 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 are a thing. They did deny it. There was a time where they denied it. Who? The government. When did Project they? Blue Book was there to to poo poo the whole fucking thing. They didn't want no, 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 anybody no, no, to no, no. know about it. Project Blue Book was there to poo poo the aliens came to Earth. Nobody aliens says that these Earth. UFOs are, are piloted by aliens. They don't know what they are. That's why they're Jason, called UFOs. Aliens have come to Earth. Prove it. Rob. Show me evidence. Dude, Rob. You fuck a duck. <laughs> or suck a fuck, whichever. Fuck you. <laughs> Actually, we, we did prove it this week. Um because they stormed uh, Area 51. Oh, they didn't really storm <laughs> Area 51. I think they ran like, around it, right? Yeah, they like did. Like a couple they, of hundred they, people showed up and like they they just stood around and looked at stuff. It was yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah. it was sad. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb. yeah. All right, one last one. Go for it. I want to uh, I, I want to do a follow up on the uh, story that I had last week um, with uh, NASA being India's uh, tech support. <laughs> Okay. Um, NASA is also tech support for SpaceX. Um, Duh. They, I don't know how this shocks anybody. I know. Apparently, they were they've been helping uh, SpaceX pick out a landing spot for uh, a Mars mission. Um, the the shocker is everybody was keeping it quiet, and now all of a sudden it showed up. So it's like SpaceX didn't want everybody to know that NASA was giving them a hand. I don't know why. I mean, NASA's got yeah. all the information. They've been exploring Mars for the better part of a decade now. Yeah. So they say. So, so they say. <laughs> and so. what have they been doing instead of exploring Mars? Fucking wasting our tax dollars. That is exactly what they have been doing. Frank's been in the back warehouse taking pictures of red dirt. <laughs> I don't even know what this is up in here. What is it? It looks like a fucking rock. It's just rocks everywhere. Why are we fucking here? I don't know. Hence the reason why we got those certain pictures, you know, of like uh, Mars's asshole and the Star Trek symbol and the face on Mars. You hey, know, Bob. Frank, hey, Bob. Frank was bored. 
Look at it. Doesn't this look like an asshole? <laughs> I'm going to put this out there. It's going to be fucking hilarious. Hey, Tuts. Tuts, look at the asshole on Mars. Fucking no. Done. That's all I got. Swor- Nog swor- died. Fucking Nog, Nog died. died. You're yeah. not even going to talk about Nog dying? Are well, you going to talk only, about it when I die? The only reason why I'm not talking about it is because Jason doesn't like DS9. I don't so. care what Jason's like. <laughs> what? I don't care. I like Nog. I yeah. like DS9. I like of. eggnog. Eggnog is fucking delicious. If you don't like eggnog, you are you are not welcome around me. Ever. All right. But Nog died. Uh, the guy later. who played Nog uh, on DS9 died. He was 50 years old. He was a very short fellow. I don't know if that has anything to do with why he died. Maybe he died because natural causes. Like maybe a fucking jet engine from the future slammed into his bedroom while he was sleeping. I don't know. Uh, but it's sad that he died. Uh, Godspeed. Uh, live long and prosper wherever you're at. Nog. Nice send off. Who's ready for a pod crawl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got nothing. Oh, hey. Uh, it's because he only had uh, one. Uh, partially functioning kidney when he was born. Oh, where'd uh, you find that? Uh, Wikipedia, holder of all knowledge. Wow. Um, he was born with one partially functioning kidney and received a kidney transplant at the age of 17. This limited his growth to five feet. Oh, wow. So so he wow. already had some uh, some health problems. Yeah. You know, Rest in born, peace, buddy. Yeah, born with one kidney. May, may, may the Dominion not... Try to cut your Starfleet career short, wherever you're at. Let's do a pod crawl. (laughs) God, terrible segue. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Thunder on a cloudless day. A boy passed out in the middle of the road. A town called Middlesex. These are the things from which metaphor is born. Donnie is a kid from a household that communicates through messages written on the fridge, a household where his dad literally blows, and his mom loves Stephen King and all things red, from wine to Marlboro's. Donnie has a sleepwalking problem brought about by his new friend, the Easter Bunny, who has decided that spring isn't enough turf and has taken over Halloween as well. Late one night, the Easter Bunny, whose real identity it turns out, is Frank, suggests that Donnie grab a marker and go sleep it off at the local country club. Shortly thereafter, a plane decides it has one too many engines and ejects the extra into Donnie's bedroom. Donnie, understandably upset that his Cheryl Teague's poster is now destroyed, seems to begin his descent into madness. With the help of attitudinal beliefs guru Jim and the best self-help video ever, he begins his sleepwalking Halloween bunny-directed escapades, beginning with telling his gym teacher to shove a book up her ass. Donnie floods the school and buries the hatchet in whatever weird school mascot statue sits out front, he dresses down the self-help guru by calling him on his bullshit and then proceeds to burn his house down, which reveals just how much of a garbage human Jim really is. Along the way, he starts dating the daughter of a slasher film villain, and waxes poetic with his buddies on the fuck habits of Smurf Village. Donnie's therapist tries to help him with the fantastical powers of hypnosis which ends up putting Donnie in an inappropriate position with his therapist every time she puts him under. His epiphany comes when one day his father almost runs over David Bowie's grandma and he learns that she was once a nun who taught at his school, but then quit to become a theoretical physicist who wrote the book on time travel philosophy. This newfound knowledge gives Donnie the ability to see the aliens from the abyss who basically tell people where to go, and also open up time portals. Later, Frank crashes a date with Donnie and Gretchen, who was so bored with the movie she fell asleep, and shows Donnie what a portal looks like, and also what a really gross eye looks like. After Donnie's sister gets into Harvard, and while the parents are out of town, they have a small Halloween party with about six dozen of their closest friends. Donnie and his girlfriend are making out in his parents' room when his mom calls and leaves a message on the answering machine totally killing the mood. They decide to head over to David Bowie's grandma's house to check out her basement. The local bullies arrive there first and rough Donnie and company up a bit before old lady Sparrow wanders out into the road causing a transam to swerve to avoid hitting her. They instead swerve into Gretchen, killing her. The driver turns out to be none other than Frank, the Halloween Easter bunny, but not the one in Donnie's head. Donnie fixes that quickly by shooting Frank in the eye, closing the circle. 
He carries Gretchen's corpse back home, where there is a huge black portal hanging over his room, and grabs the family wagon. He drives Gretchen's lifeless body up into the mountains where he took a snooze several weeks earlier, where he sees his mom's flight returning and losing an engine. Donnie smiles, enters the portal and heads back in time to the night where he went to sleep it off at the golf course. Instead, he laughs, rolls over, and eats a jet engine. His parents are devastated as the EMTs wheel his body out of the house the next morning, Gretchen pedals up and waves at Mommy Darko, and rolls strange deja vu credits. <laughs> All right, so let's, uh, let's get it out of the way, James. Why didn't you like the movie? Because I know you didn't. This movie explains what happens when you don't die when you're supposed to, and nobody gives a fuck because guess what? In the end, you die either way. Kind of. What do you mean kind of? Okay, there are a couple of things about this movie that I did like. I liked how they talked about free will. Uh, I mean, they just kind of touched on it and how, like, what happens if you go against that free will? Like, so is, so there's there's a theological term called predestination, which basically says because God exists outside of time and God created time. God knows what's going to happen, which means that everything is predestined. Free will is an illusion. Right. Okay. They've kind of touched on this with what if you know what's going to happen like God does and you just don't do it? Yeah, but so they explore both sides of that coin, right? Um, They do, and and, and I enjoyed that, but it was done in such a... um, elementary school manner that I like and then nothing like again it's another movie in time travel where it doesn't fucking matter what you do it all ends the same way no that's not true at all it did matter what it's, he did no it didn't because in the end everything reset he went back in time and died yeah he went back in time and died and saved his mom and saved Gretchen and saved his sister in the process how 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 is that saving his mom and sister? Well, because the plane, Gretchen, but because the plane. See, this was the whole thing. This again. So the paradox continues, which is another big problem that I had with this movie. Is at the beginning of the movie, a jet engine falls. They can't like they're not. They're being real squirrely. I like that word squirrely. They're being real squirrely about where the jet engine came from. And they don't know because the serial number is scratched off or burned off off of the fucking jet jet engine. So they don't know. And they're trying to figure it out because there were no planes overhead at the time that this jet engine fell on their house uh, and was supposed to kill uh, uh, Mr. Darko. And so uh, the end of the movie is he lets it fall on him and he dies, uh, thus saving because you find out that it was from the uh, plane that his mom and sister were on flying back from L.A. because they were on fucking Star Search. Everybody remember that show? Yep. I do. Fucking Ed McMahon. Wouldn't they still be on the plane in the future? Because you think three weeks after he gets smashed by a fucking jet engine, they're going to jet off to L.A. to be on Star Search? No, Um, everything changes. Actually, you know what? I, I think they will because of all the other mothers. They would never dream of asking her, but they had to. <laughs> <laughs> but the, okay, but but because he dies, he doesn't burn down Patrick Swayze's house. We don't find out that Patrick Swayze is a pedophile, and so he never gets charged, which means that the the chick from Speed can now uh, go to Star Search with the girls instead of Rose. Right? Yeah, she doesn't have to go to his arraignment to defend a fucking garbage human. Right. So then the question is, if none of this happens, where does the jet engine come from? It, the, the answer well, no, is the, obviously the, the it comes from a parallel still... dimension. Or it comes from an alternate timeline uh, that, that no longer exists. Well, the, well, the, no, plane, the plane still, still come back. goes overhead. Sure, but it doesn't, it doesn't explode this time. It you doesn't. Think the, so? No. Why wouldn't why it would explode? It? Because it exploded because of the the time portal that had been ripped open over their fucking house. Well, no, I think the engine just entered into the time portal. I don't think the time portal caused the ex- the plane to explode. I think the, the, pl- plane, the plane exploding was, the- as you determined, predestined or was going to happen regardless. I think the jet engine Maybe? flowed into the time portal and went back in time and smashed into his house. Then his sister still dies if she went to Star Search. 
And all those people on the plane still died. Well, no, his sister so and his sure mom saved wouldn't his be mom. on the plane. Well, they would if, if you know, mom was, I mean, at the end, like, we'll get to this. But at the end, she seemed pretty disconnected from fucking reality herself. Uh, away from everybody smoking a fucking Marlboro Red like Marge shot and fucking uh, <laughs> just waving at kids on the fucking street instead of bawling her fucking eyes out. So she seemed pretty disconnected. She I, may have I'm been like, yeah, relief. fuck it. Go to Star Search and meet fucking Ed McMahon. I don't give a shit. I think it was relief. Relief? I think it well, was yeah, shot. Donnie was kind of a dick. <laughs> well, because of how Don, you know, Donnie was obviously like disturbed in some point some form or fashion he right called her he a bitch going. yeah yes but, he called I mean, her a bitch he, the night before yes yeah because yeah, I mean, so maybe she was like yeah so now now who's the bitch <laughs> who's the bitch now donnie <laughs> that's her fucking morbid i think that she was in shock i mean she was head. obviously you know upset <clears throat> She was, you know, smoking a cigarette, and her hand was kind of shaking as she was doing it. She was probably no, that in was shock. she was that was waving. She was waving <laughs> no, at the kids. That was before she was waving at the kids. <laughs> <laughs> so I have lots of problems with this fucking movie, but that's just that's that that's the tip of the iceberg, and we can we can start at the beginning if you'd like. Now, <laughs> yeah, I have a few problems with the movie. Um, some of the well, you I mean, quabbles? so yeah, I have a few quabbles. With the movie, there but overall, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a, I thought it was a good concept. I thought the, the execution was really good, um, and it, 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 I haven't seen the movie probably since shortly after it came out, and I really enjoyed watching it again. So there was a lot of crap that I had totally forgotten. Um, I didn't realize that Seth Rogen was in this movie. I mean, yep. right? this is the first movie that he's ever been in, and I didn't know him at the time. And so seeing Seth Rogen again in this movie, I was like, wow. Okay. Uh, Noah Wiley. I'd forgotten he was in this movie. Right. Let's go through, let's just go through some of this cast. Right. So Jake Gyllenhaal, we all know some of us love, I hate, uh, Holmes Osborne, which is, he's been in fucking everything. That guy, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, uh, David Chase. Very hot back then. David Chase. You may not know was in Lilo and Stitch. Did anybody know that? She no. was also in The Ring. No. The Ring was one of those fucking movies. Mary McDonald. Oh, yeah. So Mary McDonald. Yeah. President yeah, Roslyn. Like she was, yep. She was in uh, uh, Independence Day. And Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica, right. Uh, James Duvall. Yep. The guy, uh, Frank. Yep. He's been, he was in a ton of stuff back in the day, including Independence Day. Yep. Uh, gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, so, like, that's where I knew him from. Uh, Patrick Swayze. I mean, everybody knows Patrick Swayze, right? Right. How the fuck did they him. get Who's he? Patrick Swayze to play a fucking pedophile? Yeah, that's yeah, a that's a really weird role for Pat's, Patrick Swayze to be in. Be in. This was, right? you know, later on in his career. I mean, he, he was well-established at this point. And this is maybe the second time I think. Mm-hmm. Think that he's actually played kind of like a, a bad guy or a douchey guy. He's he's normally the good guy. Yeah, you don't see him like they don't portray him as a like doing weird pedophile type things. It's just that they find out later on that he's a pedophile and he's not active. So I could see how he's like, yeah, I kind of dig the script. So let's do this. Uh, Beth Grant, who was in Speed, uh, Jenna Malone. Who was in uh, a ton of contact, contact the Hunger yeah. Games, uh, like the too old, uh, like too old to die? There's just a ton of shit she's been in. Seth Rogen, like you said, Noah Wiley, like you said. But then the big one. This is the one that shocked me because I didn't remember her in it either. Drew Barrymore. fucking yeah. Barrymore. Yeah. And oddly enough, it was Drew Barrymore that actually got this distributed in theaters. It was her production company that that fronted the money to get this distributed. Otherwise, it was going to go straight to video or to cable. She's she she's hot, so I'm going to give her a pass. <laughs> kind of a weird uh, role that she played too. No, I liked her role. I liked her role, and I liked Noah Wiley's role. Because, and here's why. And and this comes from a, a different kind of perspective, I think, than what maybe you two have. I liked their roles because so they're teachers at a private school, a parochial school, a Catholic school, right? Sure. And so 
they are trying to push the envelope as far as they can by discussing things that normally can't be discussed in that type of setting in a teacher role, especially. And I appreciate that because as a kid who grew up in a parochial school, I know what that looks like. So I know what the teachers can and can't say. I know what the teachers really want to say, but can't because they'll get fired. So let's let's stop right there. You were in a parochial school. Yes. Were you part of Sparkle Motion? <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. Thank, thank, thank Jesus. No, well, I was you not. could have been. You could have been on Star Search. I could have been on Star Search with Ed McMahon, where he would just, yeah. you know, yes. <laughs> I just remember him from Carson. And then your yes, plane sir. could have lost an engine. <laughs> right, and then Donnie Darko could have. Our world would have been better for it. Oh. oh that's no. harsh. Hey, yeah, that's, I'm dude, just that's, fi- dude, I'm no, firing back from earlier. Firing yeah. back from earlier. Remember when I said fuck you? Yeah, there's the fuck you. Listen, fuck ass. Hey, <laughs> you can suck a fuck. So the, the let's just, I like, we could just jump into it, right? So Maggie Gyllenhaal and Jake Gyllenhaal, like, obviously, they fed off each other. Oh, they yeah. Thought the, their interactions were good. Uh, when they were sitting at the table and he tells her, uh, calls her a fuck ass. And she's like, what, the, what is a fuck ass? Do, do you think, do you think this was like recreating their childhood? Oh, without oh, a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. that their sibling rivalry absolutely fed into their scenes together. Yeah, for sure. And then suck a fuck. That was fantastic. And then the little girl, their, their, you know, little sister. Quote yeah. What's a fuck ass. Yeah. yeah. And, their dad. and their dad. I loved their dad. He just <laughs> laughed at everything. Even whenever Donnie yeah. got suspended from school for telling the teacher to shove a book up her ass, he just about <laughs> lost it. But see, that's, I, I can relate to that too. Cause that, that was my dad. That was my dad who every little thing. Cause you know, when you go to these types of schools, when you go to a parochial school a religious school, they're legalists. It is everything is the letter of the law and it gets tiresome after a while. And so my dad just eventually told him, yeah, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> like you'll either take our money cause it's not cheap. You'll either take our money or you won't, which would you like to do? And of course, inevitably they choose to take the fucking money. Right. So, you know, I can understand that where, you know, yeah, okay. Maybe you shouldn't have said that, but that's fucking funny. I'll let it slide. That is fucking funny. We've established that that Donnie has some mental problems. He's a he's a teenager, and I'm I'm sure having a jet engine fall through your bedroom while you just happen to not be in it probably didn't help. And now he's seeing you know the Halloween bunny uh, in his head, but they've also kind of determined that he's, you know, a really smart guy. And, and you, you see that uh, throughout the movie, even whenever his kid or his kids, his uh, friends are discussing the fuck habits of Smurfs. And they go into some really deep philosophy on the sex life of Smurfs. And he's like, you know, this is this is dumb. It doesn't s- seem logical that that Smurfs would have a sef- sex life since they're asexual. They also uh, point out that he scored a really high test on his on some kind of corn test. Iowa has it's some kind of It's not a corn test, goddammit. How do you not Iowa? know what the is, is that how like How do you not know what the Iowa basic skills test is? Yeah, you, 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 you know like count is. ears of corn, right? Or or do you count how rows of corn? How fast can you shuck the corn? Oh, how fast that, can you shuck the that corn? That might be it too. Yeah, I always yeah. just Fun fact, I always they make you count the hairs on the corn. (laughs) I always scored super high on that. Uh, On counting corn? Well, you're from Iowa, so I would expect anybody from Iowa to score high on that test. Yeah. It it is a standardized fucking test that measures your fucking you know what? Fuck both of you. (laughs) Fuck both of you. In your fucking Texas asses sideways. No, tell us what the uh, tell us what the Iowa Iowa test is. Indian the, corn. It, I did. It's the Iowa Basic Skills Test. It's a standardized test that measures uh, basic reading, writing, arithmetic. So it's probably like the the toss test or the star test that we have now in Texas. 
Maybe. I don't know. I so I haven't heard about this in years, but then again, I haven't been in school for years. So I was kind of well, surprised. You better get reacquainted. You got a daughter. Well, yeah, right. So I don't know if this is still a thing. I'd look better it up. start teaching her how to shuck corn. Give a fuck, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but this, 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 the movie took place in the late 80s. Uh, it was 1988. Like, it was released in what, 2001? Yeah, there you go. So 88. And in 88, that was still a thing. I remember taking that every year for a few years. They had to make sure you knew how to get that corn off the husk. That's not what, that's not what, I, did you not pay attention <laughs> to what the fuck I said, Rob? Reading, writing, and arithmetic. Yeah, reading the corn's future. <laughs> that's, what? Writing about corn. It's going to get and harvested how to, and fucking, and ha- you know what, you know what. You had, you had to learn how to add corn together. I'm going to add a fucking ear of corn to your fucking asshole sideways. You're great. I'd get to meet you in person. <laughs> Is that what you... I mean, I guess if that's what it takes. All right. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever gets you down here. <laughs> <laughs> I might come down so we can watch the new stupid Star Wars movie together. And then I can poo it in the theater uh, in front of both of you. I will walk out when it gets stupid and social justice warriory. Sounds good. I'll even uh, drive up to do that. Well, wait. You guys aren't in the same city. No. Well, I don't want to go to Rob's city. I'll go to your city. He can you fucking don't drive want, down. No, no, no. You don't want to go to his city. Why? Why? It's, it's Houston. You don't want to go to Houston. I have Houston's family in much Houston. better. Don't go to Houston. Houston's Why much better. Why wouldn't I go to Houston? Houston is awesome. Houston is like slightly higher than Iowa, but not by much. What, what, what stupid town are you in? I live in Fort Worth. Yeah, no thanks. I'll go to fucking Houston. <laughs> They're j- fucking J.R. Ewing. <laughs> Look, I'm near Sadie, okay? That's all that matters. <laughs> Sadie isn't a real person. For fuck's sake. Okay, Let's I'll let on. Sarah know that. Yeah, okay. You do that. Uh, tell her I said hi, would you? Oh, I will. I will. What's next? So, <laughs> so how much of the... Mental health problems do you think contributed to to what Donnie was seeing? Do you think what he was seeing was what was actually there or? Oh, no, I think it was all in his. Well, I don't know. I mean, we know that no. some of this wasn't in his head. We, we, we understand that the portals actually existed because there was a jet engine that went back in time and, and smashed into his room once with him not in it, once with him in it. And that affected the future timeline. But I will say, I think it made it harder for him to determine that it was real. Because if he had determined early on that it was real, he would have went and visited Grandma Death long before he had. Yeah, I can I can see that. And one of the reasons I question it is because so Frank or or Hollow Bunny was a real like person, Hollow man. And you, you actually can see him in the movie several times driving around in that red Trans Am. Uh, there's bunny imagery all throughout the movie. And he does a few things that kind of foreshadow uh, the end of the movie. Like when he takes that knife and he's talking to Frank in his bathroom and he's trying to stab Frank and it's, it's hitting this, this force field but it's hitting right at Frank's eye. And every time he stabs it, that eye just glows brighter and brighter. And later you find out that Frank is missing an eye in the theater. And you find out even later in the movie that the reason Frank is missing that eye is because Donnie shoots him in it. Right. But if, if he's just seeing some of this, that begs the question was the storm real at the end of the movie when he has cheated death, and the bunny told him, you know, whatever, how many fucking days it was going to take for the world to end. Was that real or was that just in his head? I think that was real. But that also is one of the quabbles that I have with this movie is why did the bunny save him if by saving him it was going to end the world? Because the bunny was the one that told him to go to the country club. And then told yeah, him the bunny called him out onto the porch. Yeah, and then told him yeah. that the world was going to end in what was it twenty? 
28 days. 28 uh, days, 6 hours, 42 minutes, and 12 seconds. So by calling him out, he actually created caused the, everything. Yeah, he, that's yeah. the causality that would end the world. If he had just let the fucking jet engine smash into his head, none of this would have mattered. Let me, let me, let me posit a theory here. What if Donnie Darko was stuck in a time loop? And the only way to escape said time loop is to die, which would be the opposite of a Star Trek episode of Next Generation where they were stuck in a time loop and the only way to get out of the time loop was not to die. True. But what caused the time loop to begin with? Well, that's a good question. And I would I would say that what caused the time loop is his sleepwalking caused by his mental illness, I which eventually he starts to like after so many times in this time loop, he's starting to remember things. And this is how that he is remembering it is this uh, bunny, this evil looking bunny. Right. And then he starts to remember that Frank's inside and then he remembers that he shot Frank through the eye, but he doesn't remember that actually shooting. He just remembers that there's something with the eye. Uh, He starts remembering all these things. And so every time through this loop until eventually he realizes I just have to fucking die. Yeah, that's a that's a really good explainer. I like that. Thanks, Rob. Have you ever had a really good explainer? (laughs) I don't even know what a good explainer is. Um, well, you just but, witnessed it, so yeah. Might, we might as well stop here um, because James has answered everything. That's right. <laughs> except, except, I never knew baby mice were called feces. <laughs> called feces, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That's, yeah, that was pretty good. You know what the, the film was, that they, they saw in the movie theater was, right? Feces. Evil Dead. It was Evil yeah, Dead. Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did you have to look that up or did you recognize it? No, I reckon they on, said it. It was yeah, they yeah. said it and it was on the marquee. Oh, I didn't see the marquee. I just saw the movie. Two for Evil Dead? I was probably taking Evil. notes at that point, so uh, you were probably touching yourself. I was touching myself, yes. You know, you have to learn to truly love yourself. So I've done the calculations, and I think this relates to another show that we've covered, the 2206-4212. If you take away the 17 hours we wasted covering the last series that we worked on and add the 16 times that Rob had a good idea during that time, and then if you take away the 23 brain cells we all lost trying to follow the plot and then the 51 times that James insisted it wasn't sci-fi, it comes out to 1122-1963. What the fuck? Why are we still here? <laughs> why why would you spend that much time trying to make 112263 fit into sci-fi? Uh, th- that's not even what he did. He spent that amount of time trying to come up with the fucking joke. Yeah. You need to say it again. Both. Okay, so so say it again. <laughs> we're going to we're going to follow this along. I'm going to get out my calculator. I'm going to see if this is real or if you just kind of did some stuff. He just did some stuff. It was a fucking no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna type this out. Okay, Rob, how many medications are you on? Do you start see a fucking evil bunny? Do you really start. think I didn't do the math on this, Rob? Out of the oh, I'm pretty sure you didn't do the math. Really? By letting a jet engine fall on you. Okay, so twenty-eight minus okay, seventeen is me. what? You actually want me to do this, don't you? It's You're 11. the one that fucking opened that okay. door. Do you need an what? abacus, Rob? Yes. Okay. Rob doesn't know 11. what the fucking abacus is. Dude, I sure do. It's when you take your shoes off and you count with your hands and your toes. You're absolutely right, Rob. I stand corrected. Feces is baby mice, baby. Jesus. Fucking a. My wife was watching the movie with me, and when it got to that part, she's like, are they serious? <laughs> what? No. They're no, kids. They're feces, they're just, they don't know what feces is. They don't know what a lot of things are. They go to a fucking Catholic school, for Christ's sake. They don't Go back shit. to China, bitch. Yeah, Sorry. like so. There's a lot of things in this movie yeah. that they couldn't get away with today. That's no. for fucking sure. Yeah, I, I mean, depending upon the context of the movie, they could still get away with that today. I don't know. Chappelle can't get away with shit. Chappelle don't give a fuck. 
Yeah, I know. That's why I like Chappelle. <laughs> uh, so, final thoughts before we head to awards? Um, it's still more sci-fi than 11-22-63, but like just fucking barely. It's more... I, I, it's, again, I think this really borders, it skirts, it plays with, it tickles, if you will, the line between fantasy and sci-fi. Well, I mean, there's not a hard line between fantasy and and sci-fi. In fact, a lot of no, movies I, I don't disagree. blur that line. They they jump over that line. They're both fantasy and sci-fi. No, I I I would agree with that. I think Star Trek, while some of it is like, for example, is based in science. I mean, obviously, it's a lot of fantasy. Like, it's a lot of fantasy. Right. So. So is Star I, I, I Trek. Or, yeah, Star Wars, Star Trek. Star, oh, Star Wars is certainly in the realm of fantasy more than sci-fi. I, I, would, call, I would call that uh, science fantasy, not even, that's not science fiction. Well, science fantasy is a f- subgenre of science fiction, so it's a, it's a uh, yeah, crossover I, genre. I don't, I, I don't like labels. Let's stop labeling things. Okay. Because you put, you put fucking, you put labels, don't, right? Don't put labels on. You put on. labels on shit that shouldn't be there. Like eleven twenty two sixty three, you label as sci-fi, and it is most certainly just bad. I mean, he labeled Metropolis as the best movie ever. Yeah. I like did not say like that Metropolis was shit. the best movie ever. Stop mislabeling shit. Oh, I'm sorry. You just said that it was uh, uh, what brought you, sci-fi. You can't make movies uh. fucking identify as what you want them to be. That's not how this works. I can label any fucking thing I want. I've got labels for <laughs> both think- of you. Man, I think Jurassic Park is an excellent um, foray into anthropology. I agree. I also believe Idiocracy is a fantastic autobiography of America. I agree with both of those. Who's got awards? Uh, I do. All right, who's got your black Uh, lung? I gave my black lung to the Darko house. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You want to explain why? Well, because, I mean, that house, it took a jet engine and it was smoking. You know? <laughs> okay. Just, James, who's got your black lung? It was on fire. Jesus, it was not on fire. The jet engine was smoking, and the house was smoking the jet engine like a cigarette, so it is a cigarette, not, no, and it's it a black wasn't. lung. Gee, are you on fucking meds? Look, I see bunnies. Fuck off. James, who's got your black lung? Uh, My black lung goes to none other than Rose Darko because nothing says I'm mourning. Like fucking smoking an entire pack of Marlboro Reds while waving at children riding down the street. Yep. She's got my uh, black lung, too. Uh, Mostly for that reason. But yeah, she was smoking throughout the entire fucking movie. So. James, who's got your head lush? Yeah, I'm going to give that to, um, I'm trying to, was anybody drinking in this movie? Tons of people were drinking in this movie. This oh, had that's nothing right. I give this to the kids. I give this to Donnie, Donnie and his friends for throwing that, uh, for, for, well, they were drinking first in the field. Right. They were, what did he say? He said, there's only two things in life you need. Beer and pussy. W- wasn't it? Beer and pussy. That's right. And I looked at my wife and I said, well. He's not fucking wrong. <laughs> Rob? Donnie and the boys drinking and shooting bottles at the same time. Okay. Guns and alcohol. There's not a better uh, combination. Nope. Yeah. They were nothing BB can go guns. There. It was BB guns. Hey, it wasn't a real gun. You can you can shoot your eye out with that kid. <laughs> <laughs> now you're gonna say a Christmas story is more sci fi than eleven twenty two sixty three. I don't have it to is. because you just said it. Yeah. <laughs> It's Thank official. You. you said it. You agree. Put with it on us. the list. Uh, Next week. So we're, my head lush is actually going to go story. to Frank for uh, going out on the beer run. And then on the way back from the beer run, running over Donnie's uh, girlfriend and causing Donnie to shoot him in the face. Yeah, I, that, that's a good one. Rob, who's got your player? My player goes to Donnie. Uh, because his girlfriend showed up, said, hey, my mom's missing. And Donnie said, all right, let's go fuck. Okay, that's a good one. Jesus. James? 
Uh, mine goes to Donnie's girlfriend, Gretchen, because she kissed him after he ran after her, after she was embarrassed. Okay. In the classroom. Yeah. Gotcha. Like she, she, she initiated the physical contact. Yeah. After she so. like, you know, shut him down as, as he tried to kiss her in the park because a, a fat guy in a red tracksuit was watching them. That guy, that guy was everywhere. He was. I saw him uh, across the street at the Halloween party too. Yeah, like uh, just a creepy guy. Like maybe he was time. Time was pushing back this entire oh, movie on Donnie. Darko. Yeah, maybe he, was, he the, was the the hobo reporter. Yep. I mean, he was wearing the same fucking tracksuit. That's kind of gross. That's true. So the hobo track runner. <laughs> the hobo track runner. <laughs> yes. So my player. And this is based off of their conversation in the field. Is going to go to Papa Smurf because apparently <laughs> Papa Smurf organizes huge Smurf orgies where they just basically train Smurfette. Yeah, yeah well, that's not a that's not an orgy. It, it's a gangbang. Okay, an orgy would be they're all having sex with one another. Well, I mean, they're Smurfs. The right. Maybe they are. They're just having sex with uh, with Smurfette. You uh, you obviously they- know much more about orgies versus gangbangs than I do. So. Thanks would for they, imparting I have, I have, I have your knowledge. I have a disser, I, yeah. I, I've written a dissertation on it. Would you like to hear it? I, I absolutely would. Well, since you're you're the uh, holder of all Smurf knowledge, do they have blue spooge? <laughs> no. That's fucking weird. Rob, shut the fuck up. You've that's gone just gross. to a very dark place. It's fucking jump the shark. Than dark. Oh, my God. James, who's got your purple hippo? Fucking Rob for that stupid fucking comment. Uh, Purple Hippo goes to Donnie Darko. Obviously. Obviously. Rob? Uh, I gave mine to uh, 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 Donnie Darko. Yeah. (laughs) Donnie Darko, three for three. Yeah, he was the clear winner for the Purple Hippo in this episode. Yeah, it was like just written all over the movie. I don't know what that fucking means, but yeah, I'll agree. The or or you know the purple hippo could also be uh, uh, whoever thought that uh, Sparkle Motion was good enough to be on Star Search because that was the <laughs> shittiest dance troupe I've ever half seen. Fucking stars and got invited back. How the fuck does that happen? I don't know. I dude, I think Jason. Could have uh, or does have better dancing skills, and I've never seen him do it. I'd give him three and a half stars. Fuck I'd it. Give, I'd, yeah. Come back, come back in the fall. Fucking semifinals, man. Ed McMahon. Well, you haven't lived until you've seen me dance. So, although I I'd rather see him dance on the night, Gong Show. Boy. I'd rather see it on the Gong Show. The Gong Show. Rob, do you even know what the fuck the Gong Show is? Not the thing that uh, uh, Mike Myers did. Jesus uh, fucking Christ, you fucking All right, millennium. so who's picking the number who's telling me to stop? I'll I pick the number, the number this time. Yeah, I, I picked it last week. All right, Rob, what number are you picking? Um, you got to pick between 1 and 134. 1 and 134. That's a lot. Let's go with, let's see, 28 plus... Oh, wait. We got to add one to the list. Hold on. It'll be oh, 1 yeah, to 135. Yeah, put, yeah you got to put... Uh, oh, shit, guys. Yeah, it's going to be... Um, no, no, no. I just blew... Uh, your math sucks. What? By the way, Jan- uh, Jason, your math sucks, okay? If you add 28, 6, 42, and 12, it comes out to 88, which means 88 miles per hour means this is tied to Back to the Future. We got more time travel. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. You suck. Yep. 88 is my number, by the way. I want to get up and leave. I want to open the door and shut it, but it wouldn't be a joke. It wouldn't be, ha-ha, James, it would just be me leaving. (laughs) <laughs> that's that was fucking terrible i'm okay with that all right james what, me leaving or are you fucking yeah. ter- telling terrible shit what are you talking about it was better than jason's like five hour shut the fuck up joke he had <laughs> all right yeah, james okay. the number's 88 yeah, tell me when to stop gong 
See, see what I did there? That's a callback to the gong show, the thing that Rob doesn't know what it is. Because I wasn't born in 1963. I Neither was I. It was fucking 76, asshole. Learn to fucking math. All right. So I wasn't born we are going either. back to the modern <laughs> era. Thank God. Oh, goodness. That doesn't mean anything, James. Yeah, that's true. This could well, be still shit. At least it's not Metropolis 2. Uh, yeah, that's true. And this movie actually does have a, an element of time travel, so we're still not getting away Fuck from that. But me running. it's actually a really boner. good explanation, and it, it, it follows logical sense. So next week, we will discuss a film where a team of explorers travel through a wormhole in space in an attempt to ensure humanity's survival. Directed by Christopher Nolan, it stars Matthew McConaughey, Interstellar. Anne Hathaway, God, Jessica yeah. Chastain. It's 2014's Interstellar. Nice. Fuck. Fuck. You don't like this movie? My no, brain's I don't gonna like this hurt. movie. Do you like any movies? I don't even know why uh, he's on here. He doesn't like sci-fi. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love sci-fi. I just wish that we would. This this is actually this is a sci-fi movie. It's not bad. I I dig it to a point because Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. But like, eh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll watch it. I'll watch it again, and I'll give you my thoughts next week, unfiltered, unhindered, and off the hook as always. Oh, can't fucking wait. Oh, I can. <laughs> and that's it for this week. Our intro and outro music is "Welcome Home" by Cambo. Our pod crawl music is "Snack Bix" by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at eargluemedia.com forward slash Discord, on Twitter at status underscore podcast, or you can email us at space at outlook.com. If you would like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to eargluemedia.com forward slash status Patreon. And be sure to check out all of the other excellent podcasts at eargluemedia.com and as always, this goes without saying, but the poorly thought out and sometimes questionable opinions expressed by Rob, well, and this show, are ours and yeah, might not me. be shared by Earclaw Media or anyone else for that matter. And for this week, I'm Jason. Uh, if you feel you need to vomit, just swallow it. <laughs> and I'm Shane Carruth. <laughs> Wait, are we not what doing that fuck? again? He's back. We'll talk to you next we were... week. <laughs> fuck.